0: This is A Better Way Financial, the podcast with financial advisors and father-son team, Frank and Frankie Guida.
1: And I'm Heather Branch here with Frank and Frankie talking about ways you can work to better prepare financially for your retirement years. A Abetterwayfinancial.com is where you can go to begin the conversation about your own savings plan. Again, that's A abetterwayfinancial.com. Fellas. We talk about how A Better Way Financial is a local family-owned business. You guys are a father-son team. It is a a family culture here in Allentown that we love to create and and tell everybody, all of our neighbors and listeners, that we are here locally and we are ready to help you and your own family. That's another big thing is that when it comes to retirement, it's not just about the individual. It's about their family and, and the plans all around that. So I appreciate this next question here that is the idea from comedian nate bargazzi if you're not familiar with nate's work you should search him uh, on the internet because he is hysterical Hmm. and he has a terrific view on how we go about acquiring our family's health history here is nate
0: I like my doctor. The one thing that drives me crazy, every time I go, I have to fill the same form out. And I'm like, what are y'all doing with this form? (laughs) They always ask what your family medical history is. Where am I finding that out? (laughs) You think I'm just at home at Christmas? I'm like, all right, who's got diabetes? (laughs) Come on now, got a physical coming up. (laughs) How many heart attacks we got in the room? (laughs)
1: You guys have spoken about the, uh, the, the what's the Christmas tradition? The seven fishes from the yeah. Italian family. Yeah, yeah. So, anytime in the middle of all that, i be shouting out about healthcare concerns across the dining uh, room table. Know,
2: it, it's so funny because, you know, between my wife and I, my family's very open about if we've had this disease or, you know, heart disease yeah. or whatever, yeah. cancer, what. My family's very open. Her side, it's like the biggest secret in the world. They won't tell you anything. You know, even if they're in the hospital, don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody. Really? (laughs) Oh yeah, it's, it's completely different.
1: Okay, to each their own when it comes to family history. However, for those of us who are trying to figure things out, sometimes genetics are involved when it comes to doing the math on our longevity because that's what really this latest retirement generation is having to face, the longevity of 2030. 40 years in retirement in some cases, guys. Unfortunately, though, that's the one thing, like you don't have a crystal ball. Unfortunately, there are no magic eight balls here at the a Better Way Financial offices as much as we would like to have one. How do you begin then to calculate longevity risks and factor it in and do the math on somebody's retirement plan?
2: Well, you know, figuring that out is really, really, really important. Heather. Yeah, yeah. And the, the reason is because you're, you're running a financial plan because you want to make sure that the money lasts as long as they do. Yep. So if you're coming in here, your husband, your wife, you're married, you want to make sure that your money lasts as long as the last of you to pass away. That is so important because people, I think, you know, they did a study, people are more afraid of of uh, running out of money than they are of dying, yeah. you know? And you think about it, you know, what happens if I run out of money? You know, in my retirement years, maybe I'm in my 80s or 90s or whatever, and what do you do then? You know, it's just not a comfortable feeling at all. You know, sometimes we do have folks that come in and they're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't see myself living past 75 or this or that. My parents both died, in you know, around the early 70s or whatever. And, you know, and we say to them, look, we can use that, but I don't suggest it. People are living longer and longer lives. you got modern medicine now. you got the AI and all that stuff, and people are living longer, and and there's more technology that keeps on coming out. So, you know, you don't want to plan to live a short life. You want to plan to, you know, go as far as you think you can live to make sure that you have enough money for that money to last because what we do is once we do that financial planning, we test it. We do what's called a Monte Carlo simulation, which means that we run a thousand different ways in which the markets can react and we want to make sure that your money lasts no matter how the markets do. We had a couple come in from Northampton that we did this type of planning for as well. Right, Frankie?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And usually we plan to age 95 to make sure that someone's money lasts. Because, you know, like dad's saying, if your money runs out and you're still alive, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. And we want to under promise, you know, this way, if you do live, a long, healthy life, you're not gonna run out of money. And if you don't, then it's more money that's left over to your beneficiaries. You know, it's not about necessarily making sure that you spend that last dollar while you're living. Because what if you do live longer? Or what if the markets don't perform great? You wanna make
2: sure that you're gonna be secure, that you're gonna
3: have the money that you need during your retirement.
2: Yeah, and what's the worst that could happen if you die younger? Well, the, the family, the kids, the whatever, your beneficiaries, they get the money. But you know, like Frankie said, if you live a long time, you don't wanna run out of money, and that's what we make sure of.
3: Yeah, and when it comes to longevity and planning, there's things that, you know, there's strategies that we use that necessarily aren't gonna pay off in the first year. So if you wait longer on your Social Security, and you die right away, well, then you didn't get at as least, much yep. money out of it. Yeah, that. that would suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so the strategies that we use, we do anticipate living longer because we want to make sure you have that money. But even some of those strategies, it, it makes sense to look at what those ages are. So usually if you wait till age 70 to turn on your Social Security, you're going to break even around age 81. So if you live past age 81, each year that you live past 81, you're getting more money from Social Security by waiting till age 70 instead of turning it on sooner at 67 or 62 or something sooner than 70. Additionally, when we look at Roth conversions, the break even on that is usually anywhere between 10 and 16 years. So if you're 60 years old and you do a Roth conversion, anywhere between 70 and 76 is when you'll break even on that. You know, and that depends on where you pay the taxes from for those Roth conversions. But that's on your life specifically. Once you do that Roth conversion, it Mm -hmm. enhances your children's lives right away because now instead of inheriting an IRA, they're inheriting a Roth IRA. So they're getting money that's going to be tax free instead of money that they have to pay the taxes on. You know, so those are some of the things that we look into and some of the time periods that it takes to break even on these strategies that we use. We had a couple come in from Northampton, like my dad was saying, and, you know, for them, we wanted to show. Well, how do these strategies work, even if you don't live a full life, even if you live to 90? And this couple was in their late 50s. You know, he owned an insurance agency, and she works part time with him, mm-hmm. you know, and they have a son, and they wanted to learn some of the strategies they could use to get the most income that they could from their Social Security and save the most in taxes sure. that they could by having the retirement planning done that we do. Got it. And they saved around $2 million or so for their retirement, and we're looking at about 130000 of income per per year. They were planning to retire anywhere between 62 and 65, you know, with a little arm twisting, they could be persuaded to do it sooner. And we looked at the social security, should they turn it on at 65 or should they turn it on at 70 or should they turn on anywhere in between there? And when we looked at it between 65 and 70, if he turns it on at 70 and lives a long life, lives to age 90, they actually would get $530,000 more from the social security system than if they turned it on when they were originally planning at age 65. Hmm. That's a half a million dollars more of income coming in during their lifetime by turning it on at the right time instead of just turning it on when you retire or when you plan to retire. You know,
2: and, and one of the things, Frankie, too, that folks worry about, like sometimes when we say, hey, let's start social security later. And they're like, no, no, I need that income now. And what we explained to them is, look, you have two pockets here. You have your Social Security pocket and you have your investment pocket. So where do you draw the income? Many times it makes more sense to delay taking the social security and to draw that income from the portfolio pocket. And then later on you turn on the social security and you'll be drawing less money from the portfolio pocket. So what we're doing is we're creating the plan to get the most overall out of what you've done throughout your lifetime.
3: Exactly, exactly. And, and the break even ages for him were, would have been age 80. So if he lives past 80, each year he's getting more income from that Social Security than he otherwise would have been. And for her, it was age 83. So they lived to age 90. That's 10 years for him of more income and seven years for her of more income than she would have originally had turning hers on at 65. So we looked into the Social Security, but then we looked into what tax planning strategies could we use to save the money in taxes. Mm -hmm. And one of the strategies we used was Roth conversions, where we showed them how they could save over a million dollars in taxes over their lifetime by doing these Roth conversions over the next 11 years. And they saved their son an additional 500000 of taxes wow. as well because now instead of passing that in IRAs, they're passing it in Roth IRAs. Even if
2: they did pass away young well then the taxes already paid for their kids
3: so when we did this plan we showed them how they could have a hundred percent probability of success so the markets did really well the markets did really poorly they still don't run out of money living on the income that they wanted to showing them how they could retire at 62 and that they didn't have to work till age 65 and then we showed them what it would look like with a 97 percent probability of success and that they could live on an additional twenty two thousand dollars of income each year for the rest of their lives. That's an additional $22,000 a year that they could spend, you know, they'd like to travel, exactly. <laughs> they like to travel. They wanted to go see the world, yes. you know, cause he, he, you know, having your own business is, is tough to get the yeah. hours off to go yeah. do the things that you want to do. So. Yeah. Once they retire, once they sell out of the business, then that's gonna be something that they're gonna be able to look forward to spending more time together, spending time with family, spending time on vacations yeah. and doing the things that they wanted to be able to do. An additional twenty two thousand
2: dollars to help them be able to do that. And it's twenty two thousand after taxes, and even that twenty two thousand is going up with inflation wow. each year. Nice.
3: Mm-hmm. Nice. If you have these same concerns, go to a better way financial com and click on the sign up now button and we can begin to have this conversation with you as well.
0: Thanks for listening to A Better Way Financial, the podcast with Frank and Frankie Guida. To learn more, visit abetterwayfinancial.com dot and join the Guidas for the radio show A Better Way Financial, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at twelve thirty on News Radio seven ninety W A E B. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how best to utilize estate, tax, and retirement planning strategies and other financial services, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency due to rely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client and they are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results advisory services offered through a better way financial insurance offered through licensed professionals at a better way financial pennsylvania insurance license license number 301779